0: Ahoy there! It's me, your old pal Captain Kevin. Thanks for checking out this episode of the Out of Podcast. Hey, want to give a big shout out to all of our amazing backers over at Patreon.com forward slash AE Podcast. Three pieces of content of this month, not just two episodes of the SmackDown crawl, where we are in the midst of the Invasion storyline, and we're just around the corner from SummerSlam 2001. We also had the inaugural Journey into Darkness essay writing competition, where our fantastic backers wrote in their submissions for the most Michael Chiappetta-esque excerpts, reimaginings, and new beginnings from Kane's journey into darkness, covering everything from his schoolyard days, all up to and including his time in Saudi Arabia. It is an absolute must-listen, and if you're thinking of joining the old Patreon, not only will you get access to that, you'll get access to the entire back catalogue as well. I'm talking over a 100 episodes of the Smackdown Crawl, or new album review series, Corporate Ministry of Sound, featuring us reviewing the likes of matchup and randy savage's album michael ps hayes is offering and an absolute deluge of jimmy hart written numbers with terry funks great texan as well as that you've got all of the tech, you've got the reading ranch you've got video episodes with gamesmanship cardsmanship and board gamesmanship all this and much much more a mere five dollars a month that price has not changed and you get a minimum of two new pieces of content each and every month that helps keep this show at free the way we like it and it also gives you a means to support the show directly and it is a particularly great time to join as well because rumor is there's a new gamesmanship episode on the horizon so get access now join our fabulous group of backers over at patreon.com forward slash Podcast. it's time to get down to brass tacks because finally after a goddamn decade we're getting to review legends house finally finally because i've won technically sort of a boy's picks vote I've got special music for this episode. I'd like to give a big shout out to Cell Games. You may know them as the people who've done the theme for the Chair podcast, but now you're knowing them as the people who've done this special version of the Coors theme music for this special Kevin cursed, dark-sided reality show review that I've been wanting to do. For 10 years you can check them out over on instagram at cellgames.mp3 or on twitter at games underscore mp3 they're available of course as well on tiktok facebook spotify wherever you get your music here's to your bones check out Cell Games and check out this truly the end of days well
1: i well they go You'll never take another drop of blood from me. I'll you are.
0: and welcome to the Attitude Era podcast. Jesus Christ.
1: Wee! Voice speaks. <laughs> the,
0: the listener's ears, Kevin. Woo! Yay! Uh, Yay! I won the Voice Picks! Yay! Legends House! Yay! Talk about a war of attrition. Mm-hmm. It only took Eight years by my counting uh-huh. of constantly putting it forward for it to finally seem like a good idea. How would once again it's me, your old pal, the winner of the boys' picks, brackets, not real boys' picks, but I'll take it nonetheless. It's boys' picks, Kevin Mann, joined us am always by coming in second place in boys' picks. Respectable, uh-huh. good spot to uh-huh. be in. You know, I would have been happy with second, but I I got first. You did? It's Adam Bibolo. Silver medal, Adam Bibolo. I think so. Uh, The blood of Argentina flows to your veins. The primary export is uh, silver ore. And uh, Yep. (laughs) How are you doing today, Adam? I've been better. Yeah? I've been better. What did you put forward? I put forward Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling. You know what? I think you would have had a slam dunk. If you went for Hogan Knows Best... Perhaps. Which was what you really wanted to go
2: for. That was what I considered first, and then I thought this was slightly more tough enough adjacent and would get me more votes. So maybe hoisted by my own petard there, but hey, look, I didn't come last for once.
0: That's true. That's good. Yeah? Yeah? It's... 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 Mm, Talk to Billy first. (laughs) (laughs) And to my right... Oh my God... I can't believe I'm saying this, but you didn't win boys' picks by a country mile. Yeah, no, it wasn't close. Like, it was close no. between you two. Yeah, but like immediately,
2: not like... even a chance.
0: Now let's let's dive into the post-election analysis, and that's okay. the thing I'm most excited about, to be honest. I remind yeah. this fucking reality show, some legends, well, some shit. Yeah, out. I don't know, man. But Billy, why do you think? That the fans, did the, the the creatures of the night, didn't come out of the woodwork this time. I I saw people saying it because w- I picked the Matt Hardy show. Which I I'll say by the way, if I was to vote, and we don't vote in our own boys. No, mix, we do not. We do not. Not even from our shadow accounts. Uh-huh. But I would have voted for the Matt Hardy Me show. Too. I, yeah. I, Me too. Yeah. Me too. Genuinely thought it was a shoo-in. Yeah. Um, people love the Hardy people. Boys impressions. And I don't know
3: how to feel because I said before, be- like. I said to myself before we actually put the vote up, it's not a real boys' pick, so I, yeah. I, uh-huh. I I could it's take not real a real general no, no, election. No, uh-huh. no, no, but, yeah. but I but I could I, I wouldn't mind if I lost. You clearly okay. do. Yeah. However, however, <laughs> as soon as I saw how far down I was in last place mm-hmm. compared to Adam. It like it was like a little part of me died.
2: Yeah, I it mean, it was
3: like it was really strange because going in, I was like, I wouldn't mind watching any of these shows. I'm not gonna do all of the big campaigning. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as soon as I saw myself, I was like, all right, come on now, lads, come on.
2: And you're physically broken at this point yeah. in time as well, and now spiritually broken yeah. on top of and that's that. That's where like... we
0: took the opportunity to. Uh, sorry, I've got my He's got a party hat on, folks. Yeah, my party hat on. Yes. because uh, it's it's a solemn event, obviously. Billy, I know that you're injured, and we do not want to, you know, make light of the situation. But you know, I'm wearing a party hat because mm-hmm. you know, obviously, uh, the situation has come as it well. has. Do you think it could have been that folks have had their fill of Brand Hardy after Jeff Hardy album review? and mm. the Hardy Boys exist to expire four parts. That what was, was it? years ago But that was years that. ago, yeah. It was yeah. a long
2: time. It's been a while since we had some proper Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy chat. Oh, yeah, or podcasts. is it that in
0: 2023, that the Hardy Boys, their own brand is a little bit, not only toxic, but maybe people in general aren't as keen on Matt and Jeff in 2023? It's a bit more cursed
2: than it used to be. And I feel like this is the first time that all three of us went straight up cursed picks mm. with this, like... You're looking at me like that now, Kevin. You can't tell me Legends House isn't a cursed pig.
0: Look, when I first wanted to do this... Back in the day. Back in the day. Yeah. This was fucking as cursed as cursed could be. Mm. But I will say, as the years and years and years have went on, this has... I'm going to argue, and I feel like I'll be arguing against you, Mm. that this has become something of... A little treat and a little, mm. a little bit sweet. I think on, on the scale of wrestling reality I,
3: shows, I, I think it's sadder because we've lost so many of them now.
2: That's the thing; it's even more upsetting now. I think
0: I'm going to argue that this show is one of the only, if not the only, wrestling adjacent reality show ever that attempts to unite and not divide its cast throughout. Attempts, yeah. Attempts. Okay. Yeah. The heart is firmly in the right place. Yes. That does not necessarily
2: make it an uncursed show, though.
0: Well, whether or not we'll be continuing through the Legends House, mm. I don't know. If me winning a boy's pick gives me an entitlement to an entire side series, we agreed mm. that it would be a maybe. Okay. We would see about... how the numbers. Went. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna
2: look at the stats. Before you get commissioned. Yeah. Well, <laughs> speak, speaking of looking at the numbers, let's actually do a quick breakdown here because I think it's interesting that this shaped up differently depending on the
0: social media platform yeah, of choice. Yeah,
3: it was pro- Facebook was. Very very pro Billy last time. Yeah. Last time. But yes. also,
0: Facebook famously, not really that into the Adshare podcast, those
1: people there. Not
0: so much. And you might be thinking, oh, Kevin, don't insult them. They're not listening to this. are oh.
1: <laughs>
2: So on Facebook, I won. I had 201 votes for Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling. Kevin had... <sighs> Thank you. Yep, I did win something, folks. I won the Facebook vote. Kevin got 161 on Facebook. And Billy, bitter
0: Billy, got 66 votes on wow. Facebook. Wow. Two digits. Yeah, two wow. digits, man. Fuck me, right? Look at that. Were you there when Pratilla lost his seat? Like Billy Keeble. Oh. The
2: wipeout. On Twitter, Billy did better. 265 votes. I got 344. And Kevin with 422. <laughs> Bringing us to our total of 583 votes that he needed to win. Okay, so you finished the story.
0: Hashtag finish yeah. the story I'm with very Legends happy House. You got
2: your redemption in the I, end.
0: I am, and look, I I think that there's a lot of positivity to be gained from this, and I don't want there to be any sour grapes. I think we can have a lot of fun with this, and I know I was tooting my horn there, figuratively and literally, but I don't want there to be any bad feelings about this. Okay, so that's why I'm going to start things off no. with a poem. No, from <laughs> No Arrests Amendment by You've- the poem at enough here. Look, look, I just thought I found a poem that would set the tone and there'd be no bad feelings. You'll have noticed,
3: folks, there wasn't a poem
0: in Summerslam. No, but here, <laughs> at Legend's House, this poem was called Ego. Mm. Oh, you're just having a pop at me now, are you? <laughs> oh, kicking him while he's down. Give me a pint in a tankard. No, make it a gin and lime. No sense in straining the bladder so near to closing time. That's my reflection in the mirror. Not bad for pushing 50. Tweed sports coat and yellow check shirt. Must say I look pretty nifty. Like to keep myself fit, you know, with a round of golf or two. Quite a ladies man, they say. And I must admit, it's true. See that young bird in the corner? Been giving me the eye all night. Think I'll go and chatter up. Figure she must be half-tied, Jesus. Fucking hell, cat. You picked this. <laughs> you picked this appropriate poem. Saunter suave and nonchalant, cigarette dangling and chuffed. Haven't we met before, my dear? Do us a favor, get stuffed. Uh, that's my message to all the haters. The okay. haters. The haters. Okay. You won! <laughs> the listeners chose well, you. Well, all I'll say
3: before we kick off into this then is enjoy the episode. I hope it makes you very happy. <laughs> Dear Lord, what a sad little oh, life. You ruined the vote completely so you could have the episode, but I hope now you spend some time on some lessons in grace and decorum. <laughs> because wow. you have all the grace of a reversing dump truck without any tyres on.
2: I will say,
3: get the fuck out of my
2: house. <laughs> this is my house. For all the bitterness, this was the cleanest boys' picks campaign I remember. That, yeah, like, there was no, there was, there no, was no, there nastiness. was no nastiness.
0: No, there was nothing. It was, bitter. it was, it was very low key because I went in with absolutely, I had, I had the fight burnt out of me the last few times. That's it. And literally, when I won, when I found out I won, I was literally sat down, and, and me and Joe were were playing a video game, and we looked up and went, oh dear. I believe I've won boys' picks. Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, that's very nice. And that was that. Yes. You know, it was, I think... We can play clean now. that Billy has lost. I feel like it was we, a necessary evil. That's
2: it. We needed this. You can call it not a real boys picks and all that, but and it's, we needed. It's not
3: a real boys. It's picks. not. But it's proven no. that Billy it's, isn't invincible. It's a premium live event in Jeddah. And for exactly.
2: me, like I felt so hopeless after the last one. That's why I was like, Kevin, we got a team up, buddy. I, I was like really on death's door. <laughs> now I've seen that, like, okay, I picked something cursed, and I came kind of close to winning this time got me thinking about the next real boys picks. I think I'm just going to go full dark side myself. I like. think
0: Hogan knows best would have won, man. Mm,
2: I think we can go darker than that. Like I'm saying no more high ground, no more what if we do a nice show? No, you've, you've poisoned me as well now. Mm. Ric Flair's last I'm match. I'm literally oh about to God! say I think Ric Flair's last match for boys picks.
3: So so what you're saying is you, you either die the Adam or live long enough to become the Billy. I'm saying Adam <laughs> Biblo, has sold his soul to Satan
0: himself. So the next voice picks, whoever wins, you, yes, you at home listening, you lose. <laughs> no one's going to listen to it. <laughs> oh, can, we, can we do A, A,
3: A, AVP? <laughs> Let's do that for yeah. me. Picks. AVP Requiem. Requiem, <laughs> of course.
0: Well, folks, it's time for Legends House Episode 1. The boys are back. This season on Legends House. Ah! Go, 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 go. Hello,
1: Legends.
2: We've all interacted together in the ring, but now we got to put up with each other in the legend's house.
3: Gene,
1: what's your favorite thing to wear to bed?
2: Boxer shorts. Maybe you know too much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we may be a little bit older, but we still know how to have a real good time. All right, Ashley. We have arrived, Las Vegas.
2: Eight of the greatest in a house for that long a period of time. Woo!
0: Give me a break.
3: There's no f- in the way I'm going to do that. If you're 10 feet of me, I'm, I'm going to hit it.
0: We're all WWE legends. If we don't know anything else, we all know how to fight. Jimmy, stop it, f- damn it. Jimmy I'm going to kill you. I've never been the biggest. I've never been the f- damn strongest. And i got to put up with this bullshit.
3: Every time I say
1: something, Tony, Tony, I mean, what the f- Kiss Tony motherfucking ass. The brotherhood that we have is going to be tested.
2: It's time. We don't need to have the charade anymore. Hey guys, one house. Who knows what's
0: going to (laughs) happen?
1: Legends never die. They just get better.
0: Not being weird, but I think given the the breadth and depth of my reality show experience, I think I was safe to say that this show was making a genuine attempt at forcing camaraderie. And just as I was writing that in my notes, it autocorrected it to, Comrades, die! So that's... uh... That's a little bit of a, a spicy affair. Look, where are we at with Legends House? We had the WWE Network launch. Yes. This was apparently shopped around. I think it had already been made before the network launched. It was launched.
2: filmed two years before it came out. Really? So people knew about this. And it had were been in wondering, the can for a while, yeah. We
0: thought it would come out on DVD, maybe. Yes. But this felt like a genuine attempt to get another WWE reality show off the ground. I well, think, as a concept, it's it's a great idea. Oh, Everyone thinks this was a great idea. For sure.
2: The original plan is it was going to be on the network. Do you remember the network was going to be a TV channel originally, <laughs> and this was going to be one of the premiere shows on it?
0: Okay, let's go around and try and name Original Run Network Programming until one of us stumbles. Oh, okay, easy. Okay, oh, Adam, oh. Adam, you can start.
2: WWE Countdown. Table for Pre? No, no, that I'm came not. later. <laughs> I didn't watch. I didn't, I didn't fucking watch any. Oh of man, matches. I was there on day one. I was watching pay-per-views and raw. That was it. Camp WWE. That came later as well. No, so that was
0: original raw. That was
2: not a launch title. It was.
0: It was promised when you when you came on board. There was a, okay, an ad for okay. that. WrestleMania
2: rewind.
0: Jerry Springer too hot for TV.
2: WWE rivalries. Hmm. Swerved that came later too, I'm sure. I'm so su- I swear really? it. Like, yeah, Adrian
3: Christian wasn't original. That was one. a oh, Man, run. I remember that as
0: well. Jesus Christ, I'm just, I'm just trying to look it up. The Stone Cold podcast, no, that was the, the Pivots podcast was a later one for yeah. sure. Yeah, the because he had an original run of
2: a podcast on network which got cancelled after Dean Ambrose ruined it. Like, oh,
0: Jesus Christ, yeah. I
2: remember Mick Foley interviewed Stephanie for a special one. Mm. Oh, oh. The Monday Night Wars. Again, that was like a year two show, I think, where it was like, we've got some actual TV shows now. Fuck me, I don't remember. So i ran think
0: because we had Holy Fold, that was a later one. So yes. I'm thinking, when you first signed up to the network, Legends House was pretty much one of the first runs that you were as an actual non documentary show. Yes, and that wasn't there on launch Slam day. City? That was, was that what it was? Slam it? City, fuck, fuck me. That existed. Uh, that was like on YouTube and stuff yeah. as well.
2: Yeah, Legends House came a few months after launch. I think when it launched, it was literally just like, you got
0: pay-per-views and WWE countdown. But wow. they were telling you with ads, you can expect yes, stuff like Yes, this was like, like, like previewed house. at the start,
2: for sure, yeah.
0: It's a fabulous idea on paper. You yes. grab a bunch of Legends, stick them together in a house in Florida, and wackiness ensues. I thought I'd ask you guys early doors, mm. before we get into our cast here today... What would be your dream Legends house, and who would you stock in it? I would have WWE Network Presents The
2: Bitter Bungalow, and I'm going to just throw it. <laughs> I want drama. Like, mm. I want to do the opposite of what this show is trying to do. Fuck your camaraderie. Let's just get a load of angry bees in one jar and shake them up. We're going to have Jim Cornette. We're going to have Vince Russo. <laughs> okay. no. We're going to have Conan. <laughs> we're gonna have honky tonk man we're gonna have the Ryback and you better believe CM Punk is coming back to WWE for this baby
0: Adam you tell me if something goes wrong in this house half the podcasting universe is gonna go up and smoke
2: well the thing is in the bit of bungalow they all will have their own separate podcasting rooms where they can Mm. like they'll have a fight and then they go up instead of doing a diary room they just go and record an episode of their podcast okay
1: that makes
3: sense Billy how about you so I came up with two different houses one was just CM Punk and seven enemies <laughs> oh the Sinister Seven yeah. yeah I remember those guys and then then of course Billy House Billy House okay Billy so, Graham Billy Gunn Billy Corgan Billy so Hebel. of course we're, we're gonna have a great time here guys so Eugene yep okay, okay. Vito yeah Yep. Jimmy Wang Yang
2: yep <laughs> This is SmackDown! 05. I
3: realized I I wrote veto for a second
0: time. Oh, another
2: veto. (laughs) Okay. Deuce and Domino. Okay. Man, the ratings for this show are going to be through the roof. Kizani. Yep. You're giving a lot of people paydays who haven't been
0: given them
3: as they should have been. And who who can forget Haid Vanson? And of course, (laughs) of course, (laughs) I'll be the Ashley Roberts. Oh, I like
0: that. Hi boys. And mine is simply a lion's house. You take a house, you put Shane McMahon, Stephanie McMahon, Paul Heyman, Booker T, DDP, Billy Kidman, Bubba Ray Dudley, Devon Dudley, Rob Van Dam, Mike Austin, just incredible Sean O'Hare, Shane Helms, sean Stasiak, Lance Storm, Mark Jindrak, Chris Canyon, Raven, Tommy Dreamer, Nick Patrick, Rhino, Chavo Guerrero Jr., Hugh Morris, Sean O'Hare, Charles Robinson, and Billy Silverman. And Christian. It would be a real uh, fun time.
2: And I'm guessing halfway through the season, Tess joins? Yes. Right, yeah, okay, good. What have you done with your chores, Chuck Palumbo?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, who've we got here in our nice sizzling opening package? It's a nice rundown of mostly Hall of Famers. Pretty much. Who isn't in the Hall of Fame here? Roddy Piper is. Tony Atlas is. Mean, holy balls Gene Okerlund is. Pat's Pattersons is Hillas Billis Jim. Pretty, pretty sure he is. He's yeah. got to be by now, yeah, right? If you're in the corporate like side, yeah. you will run home video and don't be in the Hall of Fame. Howard Finkel, he's in the Hall of Fame. I could see him go into the Hall of Fame. Oh. Hacksaw Jim Duggan and Jimmy Hark, a Hulkamaniac, having fun with their family and friends.
2: Okay, I think they're all Hall they're of Fame. are all pretty
0: sure. I tell you who's not in this house that we
2: were originally like rumoured to be getting was Sergeant Slaughter, Dusty Rhodes, the
0: Iron Sheik, jimmy snooker
2: what and a honky tonk man oh. it
0: sounds like one of those stings they set up where it's like hey you get a free boat and you come in like yeah you owe alimony and parking tickets or whatever yeah. it is here like, god where did you hear that these
2: were just the things that were circling around the dirt sheets when it was like you know rumblings were first coming around i
0: guarantee you hey, the sheik's fucking handlers or whatever it was the the, the, the lads who were using them as an atm they probably wanted too much money or too much control or whatever it was yeah or they thought it should be like the Iron Sheik show and Friends I can't imagine them them being cool like because in this time this is when Sheik was trying to make a push on his own yeah as to be like a a woodman media circus or whatever honky tonk man though can you
2: imagine the arguments (sighs) Can you imagine the little bottles of Sprite that he'll be sipping on the entire time?
0: Just fucking sniping at people. Yeah. Dusty Rhodes, that feels really beneath him. Somehow. Yeah, there was
2: no way Dusty Mm. was going to do this. He's full time and creative. Yeah, Yeah, no chance.
0: No way. And Slaughter, I. Like he knows people were like it's written down it's a name like, but like, what the fuck would happen with him slowly unveiling that he's not actually? Well, who that's says it. He is? You know how like
2: through any of these reality shows, by like week six, everyone has like the tearful confessions. Mm. It would be him breaking down like, I never served.
0: The genuine idea of this seems to be that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they move in the two mums together, mm. thinking that it'll be fun. These okay, guys house. are all old. They yes. all kind of know each other. Ergo, entertainment will happen when they all come together. I feel like this is below Roddy. Yeah, I think Roddy, he has the air about him of a man who immediately regrets being here. For sure. Like, he, either A, he wasn't fully sure what it was, or B, they actively told him it was something mm. else. Because I, I got big kind of Jake Roberts thinks that he's doing an anti drug campaign on Beyond the Mat. Roddy Piper doesn't think he's going in to have antics and chat with yeah. Ashley and the gang. I don't
2: know. I think he was just expecting a nice holiday with some of the boys. Like, a nice chill time.
0: And, of course, I should mention as well, Ashley. Saturday Night Takeaway's own Ashley. for Pussycat Doll and also one of the co-hosts of the UK Real Dirty Dancing competition. And seemingly forever linked with Keith Lemon, it Mm. seems.
2: Such a weird CV for someone that's on the WWE Network. Like, that is a real mixed bag of shows.
0: Now... Ashley, I think, does a fine job in her extremely limited appearances that we see here. But I don't want to know your guys' take. This is pure speculation. That intro shows all of them laid out in front of the house. Ashley, front and centre... Arms folded, head tilted, giving Roddy the "why I oughta." Yep. I feel like she was meant to live with them. That's how it's presented. And then her agent was like, "No, no, 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 no." no, no, no. no, 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 no it's no. more likely e.
2: Jerry McDevitt was like, "No, no, no, no,
0: get her out of there right now." She's not sleeping in the same house as Keith Lemon or Roddy Piper. Uh-uh.
3: Well, I would have had it like, why, why not Renee? It's like not someone that she... people will actually
0: know. This would have been pre-Renee, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, like? pre-Renee. If this was taped two Pre-Renay. years... But... <laughs> yeah, it could have been like 2011 or 2012 Yeah, if this then. was
2: taped two years before the network came out, you've got to think it was in production for like a year before that. So yeah, Renee wouldn't have been around, I don't Ooh. think.
0: Renee would have been the
2: perfect choice for this.
3: Well, the big yes. LG, get big LG back.
0: I, th- I think the thing about Renee is that like she has all of the mainstream kind of host appeal that you would want. Yep. For a show like this Because if this wasn't on the network And this was on E You'd want someone who A non-wrestling fan Could be like Ah yes. A competent host Maria Rene, Menounos.
2: But Renee actually knows wrestling That's it like, Ashley doesn't know Who any of these men are Ashley
0: hasn't a fo- Like she's looking at the The photos of them over their beds And she's like Who the fuck's that Oh <laughs> like, they were wrestlers Oh okay them? cool We open on Tony Atlas, who introduces himself as Tony Attlee, assumedly because he's related to beleaguered former Prime Minister Clement Attlee. And he says he's best known as the guy who press slammed Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Uh, that's what everyone says. What do you best know Tony Atlas for, (laughs) really? Um, Like in feet. Yeah, Yeah,
2: that's it. It's the feet.
3: Adam same Feet yeah.
2: yeah Second place goes to him Getting snubbed By Rocky Johnson At Wrestlemania 13 You know when he was Meant to be helping Rocky my yeah. beer And then Rocky Johnson Was like yoink I'll have that spot I Don't want you. that for you actually
0: Yeah he also uh, Was of course We all remember Mark Henry's manager During Mark Henry's Dominant run As the physical ECW World champion of in Of course OH. Of course And also because Of his iconic fake laugh <laughs> Talks about 4 o'clock Like a little dude Out of Florida
1: right <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. He was Abraham Washington's laughing sidekick on ECW as well. Look at this. These references. Anyone <laughs> here remember Abraham Washington? Not nope. a clue. So his whole gimmick was that he was a dude who someone like Vince McMahon would go, he looks like Barack Obama. Fuck So at FCW he had the gimmick where he's like, Folks, I'm the president. And then he went to ECW and he was Abraham Washington. And they gave him his own chat show. And the idea was that he was this motor mouth guy. And he'd make fun of everyone. They're like, oh, come on, man, stop it. And I had a decent run. He got drafted to Raw. He was immediately made the manager of the prime time players.
1: Uh-huh. And they
0: gave him the headset. This guy's so good at talking. He's like, Jimmy Hart, let's give him literally a headset. I remember
3: this. Oh, he, he said the bad things. He did. Yeah. Do you remember what he said? He said something about. It was so specific. It wasn't something about Kobe Bryant. It was.
1: Dennis O'Neill. It's like Kobe Bryant at a hotel in Colorado. He's unstoppable. Titus
0: O'Neill is like Kobe Bryant in a Colorado hotel room. Long pause. He's unstoppable. Oh my God. And uh, we have to wish Abraham Washington the best all of all his <laughs> future endeavors. He then came out after he was released supporting Linda McMahon's Senate campaign and WWE were like, stop. And yeah, honestly. They literally honestly. deactivated his Twitter account. Leave stop. us alone. Go away. Fuck no. off. No. So that's what I know Tony Atlas from. Great, he is absolutely <laughs> a character, the company man wearing the Triple H T-shirt. Uh, as if.
3: like. I've got to say, I, I, we've only watched the first two episodes. Yeah. I quite like Tony. I think. Yeah. I, I, I think he seems like. People get annoyed by him because he's like. But he's playing a character 90%
2: yeah,
0: of the time, right?
3: I, 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 he comes across as a nice enough guy. He
2: does, he seems really pleasant.
3: Lord. Yeah, I think
0: he is a lad who a lot of people have come into going, oh, you know him, he's fucking annoying. And, I, you know, if you go into a, a meeting with someone, or you go into meeting a group of people, and you already have it in your head that someone is annoying, you'll yep. find excuses. It's, it's yeah. one of the easiest routes your brain will take, is confirmation bias of someone being annoying. Well,
2: especially when everyone already has that opinion, then it can all go to each other like, Tony's annoying, isn't he? Oh yeah, Tony is annoying. I thought that too.
0: It was two minutes and thirty seconds into this premiere episode before the first fanny pack was clocked. Yeah! And let me tell you, a beautiful legend's this it is it's a very nice house this is
2: harpo marx's old mansion apparently <laughs> wow yeah i,
0: I died in
2: <laughs> <this>. <laughs> watch out for those ghosts
0: how did you find that house? it was on the
2: pre-production stuff like with the wow. sort of publicity things like that were being shared around on like entertainment websites and whatnot
0: so they all have their own beds there's like two main rooms it's very much is a reality tv house yes like there's big rooms to kind of caging the contestants with curtains instead of doors for easy access for camera crew yes. yeah them curtains that was very much it felt like we were making do here but yeah. i think i'd rather stay here than either season one or two tough enough house oh for sure yes. it's yeah. way nicer plus taz doesn't have access
2: it does seem a little slapdash in some ways like you got all oh, these nice photos of the boys and then oh look that's the 2012 wwe tag team championship belt on the wall which one of these men held that uh, Tony was a tag champion. Yeah, but he didn't have the big fucking copper penny belts... ...that like no. the primetime players would have.
0: It's, a, it's an odd, odd one that it is It just indeed. seems like what have
2: we got lying around... ...we can put mm. on the wall that's WWE.
0: Tony arrives first on his own... ...has a little mosey around... ...and he tells us that A, he's really excited to let... ...the fans get to meet the real Tony Atlas... ...and B, he's excited to get to know... ...some of these guys properly for mm. the first time... ...because I think a lot of us... ...even you know, folks who are familiar with these people would come in naively assuming that everyone knows everyone and mm-hmm. whatnot. And the reality is is that that golden era in WWE, the, the early 80s, people were in and out. Yeah. You could come in, like Hacksaw explains that he came in, you know, yeah, Roddy was there, but Hacksaw was like right at the bottom of the card yeah. and Roddy was like finishing a main event run. And these lads maybe weren't it's in all the all same about circles. It's it's all, exactly. That's it, yeah. yeah.
2: They've all met each other and hung out backstage at some point, but they're not friends by any means.
0: Yeah, and I think this is a really nice idea and concept which is all these guys know each other, they're familiar with each other, they've all probably talked yeah. about each other to other people more than they've spoken about, to each other about yeah. themselves He so. has
3: a look around because above everyone's bed there's a photo of the wrestler in their prime. That's mm-hmm. a this, nice idea yeah. and This is the first time that Tony's actually seen who he's going to be sharing a house with and he's yeah. quite excited because he mentions that he's never actually hung around properly with anyone that's going to be here him, Bimmy
0: Jim comes in next and he is one million percent being a character like all the time. This mm, man is always on. on. Yeah, there's a little bit where he kind of expresses somewhat of an apprehension because I think that he's smart enough and he's worked in the corporate side of things long enough to know that there's some strange bedfellows here, mm. and there's some of these people are maybe slightly shorter fuses than others. And then he straight into his like, "Hey man, I've got my own mantra. I'm not here for a long time. I'm here for a good time. I live my life like it's a vacation, man. I'm all about laying back, having a good time." Okay, hillbilly. All yeah. right. Sounds like a, a nice dude. More Jimmy Buffett than hillbilly. Yeah, bit, I was gonna say like, bit. yeah, hillbilly in paradise. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a tennis court, they got a pool, and gratuitous WWE logos everywhere. Oh, I love the beers with
2: laser jet printed labels yeah. wrapped around. Or the
0: times they're eating bags of crisps, and there's just like an A4 printed piece of paper yeah. that says Legends House. Like running, me <laughs> Legends House Chips. And Hibbly Jim ends his fun loving bit by really grimly going, this will probably be the last chance we'll all get to hang out together before oh. we die. Which is, uh, yeah, there's I think only like three or four surviving cast members left here
2: yeah in the years since it came out like we've, we've lost
0: a lot of these fellas pats patterson puts over his accomplishments real and not real and he also expresses he likes to cook so yeah. more on my eyes are on pat for this look one look forward to that jimmy hart baby i got no eyes man <laughs> <laughs> i, I, I retain my youth i saw my eyes on the river sticks baby
2: he calls himself the ultimate entertainer. He, he can do it all, baby. He's
0: got a fucking gas tank on him.
1: Oh, he, me does. he does. He
2: does an off.
0: I know in recent years, some of the cracks literally begin to show, but fucking hell, for someone committed to looking exactly the same at 73? Yeah. Yes.
2: It's all the hairspray. He sprays it on his face as well yeah. as his hair. Like he
0: has been preserved. <laughs> he drinks a bottle of it every morning, like when he wakes up. Pat Harrison is not looking forward to being with Jimmy because he's got the diseases of the mouth. What's difficult to try and discern is who is pretending they hate people because it's kind of like a character and who actually hates people. Yeah. And a lot of people are like, that no good Jimmy Hart. And he's like,
1: I'm pesky. Mm -hmm. You know, but Mm -hmm.
0: they're all mates. Yeah. I think. For the most part. So usually if they're earmarking and saying, that guy's a real piece of work, it usually means that we're just going to have a bit of fun pretending. Yeah. Can these guys turn on and off, like, working in your mind or are some of them like just destined to, hey there's this guy who acts like a heel i have to kind of just do a bit with them now yeah i think it's, there.
2: it's kind of nebulous like they just kind of slip in and mm. slip out i don't even know how aware of it they are half the time like because it kind of just comes and goes
0: oh baby it's our main man howard finkel fuck yeah this fucking guy comes with a look of awe like yep. he's seven mm. years old going to access for the first time that makes him, I think, always been the ideal WWE employee. Because he oh, treats yeah. these wrestlers like they're gods. And it also makes him the ideal target for a lot of bullying. That's the yeah. problem. Um,
3: and Jimmy says that Fink was the person who discovered him and brought him to the WWF. Yeah. yeah. I didn't
2: know that. That's so cool. I just... He looks so nervous, doesn't he, Adam? I n- I'm nervous. Anytime I see Fink show up, I'm always like, oh, no, don't. Don't don't hurt him. With everyone else that's been showing up here, it's like Pat Patterson, and they show some really cool footage of him at MSG or whatever. Howard Finkel, it shows footage of him falling in a mud bath, and JR going, Howard the Cow." <laughs> <laughs> I'm so afraid for poor baby
0: Fink here. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, my man. Billy, I need to tell you, Hacksaw Jim Duggan on Monday Night Raw in 2006 is one of my favorite right. fucking so good. so good, so fun, so good. I think at the time when I was watching, and I loved my, I loved legends, but Hacksaw was still one of my guys. So I was like, oh, why is he here and not you know Dusty Rhodes or Aaron Anderson? But man, he's just pure positive mm. old school wrestling energy. Yeah. I'm very excited to see him in this. And he's looking good when he arrives Mm. here. Like he's looking very sharp. And he also says, "You know, I'm a little apprehensive. I don't like Tony Atlas, and I am gonna fight with him. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Like he's raising some scores to settle it." Ready to go. Mean by God, Gene Okerlund. He is just my dad in this now. Yeah, my dad who retired a couple of years back and has settled into this absolute mean Gene vibe. He's alcoholic, like mean Gene. Oh Jesus, Gene, he'll put him away and he'll tell you about it gladly a
2: lot. Gene is
3: nervous about sharing a room with a man, which is
1: strange.
0: Literally the first thing he says to Tony Atlas is,
2: Okay, Tony, yeah, leave me alone now. Okay. <laughs> I think Gene works the most out of anyone here. Like he's always in form. Give me a break mode. Yeah. All Holy shit
0: balls! That's yeah. risen. Aww. <laughs> hey guys, wouldn't it be really lit if we went to the legend's house? And our last member of the Legends House, mm. main event, Roddy Piper. He just and, sort of floats into the house. Yeah. He does, like a like a ghost or something yeah. like that. And the that. production
2: is straight on the scary music right away. Like, oh no, this is the wild card. He
1: is a huge a superstar. I don't think that there's anything I'm going to learn that I don't know. I've never stayed with anybody 24-7. And I'm an odd bird. I'm not like the rest of them. I'm complex.
0: Yeah, and to underscore that, the first clip of him they show you is him in half blackface. Yeah. Was Roddy Piper trying to say that this issue was as simple as black and white? Yeah, that's was, it. Yeah. Was, was Roddy simply ran out of paint when he <laughs> to do blackface? All I'll say about Roddy Piper at this point in time, he is inscrutable to everyone, most yeah. of all himself. And I think there's loads of wrestlers who are like, oh, I don't want people to figure me out. I'm going to gonna misdirect you. Uh-huh. Who knows? I'm crazy, man. Roddy, I buy it a million percent. He doesn't even know where he stands. It, it
3: made me realize that the maniac in Always Sunny isn't a character. They just
0: just let Roddy be
3: Roddy. Mm. He's, he
0: is very unpredictable. He is the and like I think people can't form a normal relationship with Roddy he won't let them most of the time mm-hmm. Brian Gerwitz's book where he talks about like Roddy and he, he's like oh the last time I, I had a great relationship with Roddy the last time I met him it was at when the after parties for Wrestlemania and I sat down and I said hey Roddy man how are you doing and he just stared blankly at me and he said I'm gonna go get some mashed potatoes <laughs> and then he went and he got them and it was awesome man like he's one of these guys, he's such a larger than life presence that people don't know what to make of him. Other no. than if you're a fan of Roddy, you'd be like, Ah, he's being Roddy! Yeah. What's going on? For better or for worse. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And Roddy, he says, I'm not like the rest of these guys. I'm complex. <laughs> it's an understatement. He has this peculiar victim complex that spirals off. And I mean it's not for nothing Like Roddy you know Literally ran away from home When he was a child You know Was essentially adopted By the wrestling industry In a Mm. time when That was a pretty fucking Hairy bit of business He comes out of the limo And he's like I don't know man I'm just I'm used to having 80,000 people Try and stab me You know like, who, who? No, they're not, Roddy. I,
2: yeah, I don't Never, know. Ever,
0: ever, ever.
2: I feel like that kind of stuff, especially at the start here, before he goes into the house and really comprehends what he's gotten himself into, I think he is hamming it up a little bit yeah. here. He drops his guard way quicker than I expected mm. him to, though. He does get quite genuine quite quickly.
0: There are the real reactions, and then there's the kind of the gussied up reactions, and the reactions don't get realer than Mean me Gene going... Hot rods here. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Duggan and Roddy Piper just like that. Love it. Immediate bond. Very immediate cute connection. Yeah. What what is it about these two that draws them to each other? They're just absolute opposites. It's the opposites attract kind of
2: thing, cuz Duggan's so out of this world, larger than life. The thing I think it is that I noticed, and it reminded me a lot of like going to summer camp and making like a best friend while yeah, you were there yeah. or whatever. Duggan seems to be able to make Roddy laugh a lot. And then when Roddy laughs at Duggan's jokes, you can see Duggan with a big grin, like, yeah. oh, this feels great. He, he like, loves that, yeah. It seems, and Roddy clearly loves the humour of it as well. So I think it's like, much like when we became friends, mm-hmm. that sort of friendship forged in making each other laugh. Yeah, kind of thing.
0: it's it's really fucking pure. And like, I know that a lot of people view this show as quite dark-sided or whatever. I'll tell you, the thing that was unimpeachably pure all the time for me was, was these two lads their relationship because as dark as it got at any point just the fact that these two managed to form a bond and apparently after the show yeah. kept that friendship
2: up well yeah right near the start is saying like oh man I can't wait to get out of here and hang out with Roddy some more
1: like,
0: it's so sweet they've a lot in common obviously you know they're both cancer survivors yep. you know they, they have a similar sense of humour both family men mm-hmm. both kind of boisterous personalities but also quite private i think yeah. in their own way jimmy Hart, though he's the type of lad who has that particular type of anxiety that's like radiation and it's mm-hmm. just like it comes out of him he's like there's there's only one bathroom in here i'm gonna walk up to everyone you know you're sleeping right beside the bathroom and i have to go in there and take my penis out and piss <laughs> and roddy's like i don't i don't know what you want me to do about it <laughs> <laughs> They look kind of all miserable within five or ten minutes. I think when they realize
2: they're not getting their own rooms and they have Mm. to share.
0: Yeah, definitely. This
2: ain't legend's treatment.
0: Ashley is here. Hi, boys. Holy
2: balls. Look at her. Stop saying holy balls, (laughs) Gene.
0: That's a lady.
2: It's a lady,
0: holy I mean, just, balls, it's get, a lady.
3: We just get a talking
0: head of Jimmy calling her a bimbo. Yeah, what who's, the who's fuck? Who's this bimbo? I thought it was just going to be the boys. See, I thought that was him being the, the mouth of the south. The no, I, I, get, I hate women, I
3: get. I get the impression that Jimmy Hart is a colossal prick. Yeah. <laughs> you can't be that
0: closely associated with Hulk Hogan right. and not have a few yeah. fucking knives in your back pockets. Ashley is just, you know, meant to be a breath of fresh air Smiling lady in a red dress Who gives them Very basic instructions Very basic And, and like she's literally like Yeah guys you have to give A cage to neighbours Bye Like the, yeah. the production like, Get it get it get it get it I almost breath- breathed in some of the gas. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the first challenge
2: we're doing on this show is they have to split up into pairs and go and take some cakes to the neighbourhood.
0: <laughs> How dare they make these <laughs> legends of the business? So
2: sedate by reality TV centres. Mm-hmm. that's
0: why I like this. It's a nice it's change so, of pace. It's just like, here, you're all larger than life, guys, but you're all kind of in your own weird world. Go mm-hmm. out and meet regular folks. It made
3: me worried, though, because Florida has fucking castle doctrine laws. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like... <laughs> you know it's gonna be Fink that's gonna get shot." Like. Yeah.
0: I will say, fingering the doorbell and speaking Spanish to the maid who answers. Oh my God, what a charmer this Honestly. guy is! So fucking polite. Where the are in Palm Springs is basically a hitman level. Yes, <laughs> actually, some of these people
2: are kind of scary. There's one guy that opens the door and is like, "Hey, do okay. you guys want to come and have some of my cake that I've made yeah, for the, you?" Yeah, the guy like, that Gene and Tony meet. Big feelings of, like, you know, the perfect host with David
0: Hyde (laughs) Pierce. Like, we're never seeing Gene and Tony again now. (laughs) Roddy Piper and jim duggan when they go oh, to that family's hmm. house i i'm telling you now, i'm i'm harvesting my points early with regards to this being sweet yeah yeah there is definitely some joy roddy Piper as with soon that as he kid, sees a
2: kid he's just down on their level
3: yeah
0: talking. heart so it's, melted because you know roddy probably never got to do much of the wish stuff back in the day because he no. was the, the evil bastard and he even says later on he's like oh you know being in front of the millions of fans that's easy The the hard thing is getting down on there. level.
3: Because you can tell that he wants to do it but he doesn't know quite
0: how to. But mm-hmm. he's he's a natural. Mm. I like, take it for me, when I was working in teaching, like there were people where it's like boom like that, you can't you can't literally teach someone how to be natural with the kids. There's people who get kind of weirded out. It's a tiny human. What the fuck is this? Freaked out by it. uh, And then Roddy is just like talking to the kid being like, you've ever seen me wrestle? The kid's like, yeah, that guy over there says he's tougher than you. He says he's tougher than me. And then he goes over and he gives fucking Hacksaw the working forearm. He scares the kid. Oh, man. There's a dog. There's an even smaller kid hiding over behind the table. Yeah,
2: the tiny kid gets Roddy to eat a dog treat. (laughs) (laughs) And he's there like, ah, no, it it is funny. I... I can see the humour in that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) This is, I believe, the nicest and purest bit of Roddy Piper caught on camera ever. It's very sweet. Mm. Can anyone think of anything nicer? I mean, you think a wife swap with (laughs) Rick (laughs) Flair.
2: Oh, (laughs) jeez.
0: I will say as well, Roddy Piper, whose clothing, his wardrobe, is entirely provided by WWE games. Yeah, rocking the All Stars shirt, yeah. the t- uh, two, the Legends of WrestleMania. Uh, uh, yeah, he's got the WrestleMania hoodie as well. Jimmy Hart casually reveals to the house. He doesn't know what coriander is. Never heard of it. Never heard of it. I never put no cilantro on my beans and a baked potato, daddy. And the neighbour
2: that's like talking to them is like, oh, I've got a big fucking sack you can take home with you. It's she- coriander for dinner, everyone. And they showed the neighbour being like, the fuck is this guy? <laughs> you know,
3: what's going on. Handing out shirts, you just know, but as soon as the camera's off, he's like, oh, damn books. <laughs> 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 Tony and me and Gene are being plied with nice sweet treats. Yeah, Gene and... keeps trying to make excuses. Like, oh, it's time to go now. Tony just going, more. <laughs> <laughs> Tony doesn't stop eating, I don't think, Yes. for this entire episode. He's you put got him a out for eating, Barb. Aww. He had like
0: four of them. So it's morning time in the Legends house and uh, time for Roddy Piper. And all these Legends, they need a lot of protein, it seems. So he's going to try and work that blender. This is where I started to realise the
2: downfall of this show. Like, I get what you're saying. I agree. The brotherhood aspect of it, the camaraderie, it's very nice. It's very sweet. But they really struggle to make, you know, hour-long episodes out of this. Mm. So we get, by reality TV standards, this this is long. It's just Roddy trying to plug in a blender and it goes on and Mm -hmm. on and on. This
0: is what happens when you've got editors who are like, this is funny not because of what it you know, what it is on the surface. This is funny because it's Hall of Famer, legend, bad guy, that's wrestler. It. Roddy Piper can't work a blender. And here comes Jim Duggan and he also can't work the blender. And like, it went on for so long where I was like, I can think of a few times where blenders haven't played ball with me. This isn't that funny. This is just making no. me think about, you know, not great blenders. Yeah, <laughs> the punchline
2: is Roddy going, this is pissing me off. And like, that's the big payoff, really.
0: Pat Patterson, Going to make the cabbage rolls tonight for the dinner. Ooh. Yeah, so him, him and Jimmy go to the supermarket to get dinner ingredients. Yeah. I was paying very close attention Fucking because cab- when he says cabbage rolls, everyone's fucking eyes light up. Yeah, like, everyone's so excited. Amazing thing. Seems to be like a stuffed gimmick with uh, some sauce on top. It's pork and beef
2: mince and rice stuffed with tomato sauce into a cabbage leaf. Is that
0: like a Polish recipe? It sounds it, it, doesn't uh, it? Yeah. yeah, it
2: sounds oh, kind of similar to a gwompki. I believe
0: so goddamn
2: good. So a big group cookhouse. Oh, but at the supermarket. Fucking, the guy behind the deli counter. Yeah, he's like,
0: get your own she's leaving. No, if only. (laughs) They recognise
2: him. Hey, didn't you work in the uh, Alabama territory? Pat goes up to him and he's like, hey, do you like playing with meat? Big crash zoom on the guy's face where he's like, Uh, no. Just looks so uncomfortable. Why
0: do you include that? Because Pat's got away with people. He says saucy things. No, he doesn't. He says saucy things and makes
2: them uncomfortable. And then
0: Jimmy Hart laughs.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, so I went from being extremely happy about there being a group cookout to being extremely stressed because the group cookout that starts really Mm. late at night, and also Pat casually says you need to add three or four hours. Three or four hours. I mean, if it's three or four hours, you're kind of losing me. I love to fucking cook. Mm. Three or four hours. Well, I mean, if it's like three or four hours and I don't have to look at it it, on the or whatever. That's it. But, like, Jesus Christ, there's, like, a lot to go on. You have to boil the cabbages. You have to make up the filling. You have to then hand-roll the cabbages. You have to make the sauce. Then you have to bake the rolled-up cabbages in the sauce that are stuffed in the oven. Then you have to go for a little lie down because you're getting tired. Yeah, they're all fucking locked as well. They are loaded with hard liquor. I should say, not everyone is drinking... Roddy says sober. he's Roddy's sober, sober. Yeah. I think some of the guys drink but they don't drink They take it easy But it's the office boys who are used to Me and Gene, Gene and Pat oh, are yeah. fucking tanning yes. yes,
2: knocking them back Like
0: it's going out of style Look, we all noticed it And they certainly did as well Howard's gained a little bit of weight Yeah And they make a big fucking palaver about it Loads of them have gained weight Yes, they're yeah. old men, it's you know? fine it's this WWE obsession. They did it to Piper as well. I remember when he came back like at first from nineteen, and he'd been in a car wreck and he'd, you know, all swollen up put on weight and then Piper's pit, Vince versus Roddy and Piper's like, your father would be ashamed of you and Vince's like, yeah, you're fat, mate. Like, could you? And Roddy was just like, Clearly fucking pissed.
2: Yeah, I mean. So like no if need. he gets
0: pissed, Howard Finkel, the most sensitive man. Mm. Who was never a wrestler, I never know. had a reason to
2: have to be in well, a certain shape. Are you
0: telling me a man in his sixties who should be retired is putting on ways? No
2: Heavens.
0: So everyone is like like they literally have Jimmy be like, I don't know if you've noticed, but Howard's fat. He-he-he-he-he. Cool. Oh, it's so. I'd be in but, fucking but he's, tears, man. He's
2: doing that fucking horrible thing where he's like, Howard's gotten really fat, and you know I want to help him because I care about him, and I want to help him lose weight. That's exactly why mm. I'm commenting on it.
0: Yeah, they literally like have like Doug and Tony are just sat there with their fucking cigars, and they're like tapping and going, "Look, Howard, he's fat," and they're like, ha, 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 ha. hysterical. Pat is fucking struggling with the cabbage. Oh, it's not happening. Piper coming downstairs in his pajamas, be like. Where's the cabbage rolls, man? <laughs> The whole house has permeated with the smell of cabbage. And the only thing worse than a very, very late, 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 late dinner is the midnight tap out. They just give up. No yeah. one gets to eat. We never see these cabbage rolls no. again. Did they go in the bin? What yeah. happened to them? Scrape, scrape, scrape. Fuck
2: me.
1: I do
0: remember one time at a friend's house and the, the moment when we arrived was like, oh my God, guys, it's going to be the most amazing thing. And it was literally like... You know in the office the the dinner party episodes and they have the braids. uh... Sometimes
2: the Spanish don't even start eating till midnight.
0: It's 1am where we sat there. But at least we had it in the end. Yeah. Imagine reaching that point in the night. You're waiting, you're waiting, you're waiting. You're hungry and angry and then no, no dinner. Let's go to bed. Roddy Piper with peanut butter. Going, well, legends gotta eat something.
2: Man. Oh my god! This is already feeling like a survival show here because like <laughs> none of them know how to work the kitchen equipment. No one seems really to have the energy to cook. Next morning,
0: we've got a big gong and a bunch of yoga mats. Tony Atlas says, "What is this? The Dong Show?" <laughs> we got the Dong Show, and who the fuck is going to be here? It's none other than Gary Busey. Abuse is loose. What is he doing here?
2: Why? What? What? What we're going to do, I'm going to introduce you to a a form of meditation to take you inside yourself and to see how beautiful you are on the inside. You can beat yourself up with your own negativity. The meditation is for that release of all that negativity. All starts with loving yourself first.
0: Stand strong, sit patiently, sometimes you may think it's boring,
2: when I get bored, I honk a geese. HONK! That clears my boredom away. Uh, it's documented Gary's had some personal problems.
0: I can't think of a worse selection. I love Gary Busey. He's really entertaining. But he doesn't know any of these wrestlers. He's got no involvement with wrestling. Which makes him anxious and weird. Er. And Roddy and the gang, they all know who Gary Busey is, but they know that he was a star in the 80s when they were. Yeah. And that puts up that flight, protect the business fucking mindset. And this leads to a pretty tense yoga breathing session. He's here to teach them how to meditate? What is this? Roddy Piper, no class goes. What's he gonna do? Give us motorcycle lessons? <laughs> Jesus, man. Because famously, you know, he had a brain injury. Yeah. <laughs> yep. He uh, really hurt himself, huh?
3: I mean, after that, he says, "Sometimes
0: when I get bored, I
3: honk like a goose." <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: Okay. Oh. I was like, "What has this show become?" So Gary Busey's like, "I want you guys to get centered and find your your inner balance." it still the Ruddy goes, "Close your eyes. Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> Billy Jim loves it, you know. Yeah. Him and Willie
2: Nelson definitely getting stoned, doing some of this together. Yeah,
0: Tony Atlas thinks that Gary Busey's the fucking wise man. Like he he oh is unbelievably enamored, He's in awe of his wisdom. The wisdom, Adam. Did you know that now stands for no other way? Whoa. Yeah, he like a college professor. This
2: man. The enemies I have here on earth are not really enemies. You see, they they're here to show you things about yourself you need to change. Enemies are just friends in reverse. And literally, like, four of them are like, whoa.
0: (laughs) That's my verdict and closing ruling and Gary Busey pet (laughs) judge. He's definitely selling them a timeshare at the end of this. I can see what they're trying to do, but it's episode one. Because Gary then goes, you know... We all have been affected by loss here at this table. The fuck is that? Episode this? one. hate hey, the yeah, fuck. You had to
3: work for them tears. And he, he also tries to like make the point of you know not being known for your character, but acting and wrestling are very different. Oh yeah, yeah.
0: and Busey doesn't get it that no, it is different. No. But I think Roddy articulates it in a really, really good way. Because he's like, look, you just mentioned the character you played in Lethal Weapon. Yep. No one comes up to you on the street and expects you to do the thing from Lethal Weapon and calls you the character. You're Gary Busey. They come to me and they say, you're Roddy Piper. Do, you know, hit me with a coconut or do the thing that I know you from doing. Throws, I am that guy. Like, it
2: throws Busey off completely.
0: He's, he's uncomfortable.
2: Like, like, what, what would you do if you have, if one of your fans came up to you and treated you like the character and he went, I. I well I don't have to deal with that and Roddy's like yeah you don't do you oh, like, I think
0: my agent is calling me man <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's coming from a good place because Gary Busey is saying to them like look I think some of you boys could benefit from some counselling or spirituality yes, to yes, help yeah. you He's, the way he words it is like when you're an actor you take your uniform off at the end of the day you leave the character behind. I think some of you guys need help with leaving the character with the uniform kind of thing.
0: Jimmy Hart literally walks around with a megaphone yeah. most days. All the time. Good like. luck to you is all I'll say. <laughs> There's certain people in wrestling where that's a benefit. There's certain people where they can completely separate the two but this comes from an era these lads where like you, th- there is like an assumed inseparability between yes. like mm. even someone like Pat Patterson like, who's like, you know, when we think of Pat Patterson, we don't think of his wrestling character because none of us here sat at the table really know Pat Patterson's yeah, wrestling nah. career. We know him as Pat Patterson, the, the Stooge. The Stooge, and also Pat Patterson, the guy you hear about in shoot interviews and stories and, mm. you know, all that stuff. And that in, in itself, he exists in a media landscape that is a character. Same as, like, Mean Gene. Mean Gene is like. He's role-playing as this kind of yeah. weird WCW all time. gag version of Mean Gene who says shitballs all the time. What's this weird little drama
2: here that happens? I,
3: I think Duggan comes across as such a prick He here. does. This
2: yeah. is a real cunt move on his part. And
0: also, this is the moment where you realise that Tony is, for most part, just playing up a little bit of a silly character. And then when Duggan comes at him, he he drops it and he's like, be really reasonable is what I mean. Tony is being very sincere here. This isn't any character. I'm saying he's normally being a character. Oh yeah, but in this bit here. This bit here when he's like, what are you talking about? He
2: gets so fucking serious. He literally says to the camera at one point, like, Gary Busey was there, man, and he seems really clever. I was really excited to tell him about the work I do with kids. And he starts opening up that like he does a lot of work with children whose parents are a bit absent or that don't have like many role models in their life. And
3: he says that it's it's not just it's not just single. Parent families, but you know, it's where all they
2: have families. Gone. It's all families. A yeah, bit of away. what do you mean, all families? Yeah, he kicks off like you can't say that. You can't say. Uh, it's excuse me, Tony. Family.
0: After twenty-two years in the business with my daughters, it starts at home. Those are the kids you got to worry about. And that's yeah, he and, really and hammers it's just that 100% point.
2: Not what Tony's saying. He keeps saying like, I think I spend time with my family first. You got to look after your own kids first, Tony, as if to say like, Tony, you don't, you're not a good dad. That's basically what he's getting at. Yeah, here.
0: it's really, really fucking bad. It's
2: I'd- so uncalled. Awful. And it makes and me Everyone think, seems uh,
0: to
3: side with Duggan. Yeah. yeah.
2: Everyone straight away is like, oh. a well,
3: fucking idiot.
2: Duggan's got a bit of a short fuse, but you know, Tony's Tony, man. You know, you can't really help it. I
0: think with Duggan, there's a bit of. He's a bit self conscious, maybe, about being a dad or something. Because I think, you know, everyone here is comparing themselves in every minute way. And Tony's just trying to. Talk to Gary Busey about his thing. Uh, you people are viewing that as some sort of a direct shot or a threat, and that shows how sensitive these guys all are. It
2: felt to me more like Duggan was already pissed with Atlas, like annoyed with him and just his presence. For an excuse. Yeah, just anything I can pop off about.
0: We come back afterwards, and Gary Busey literally left speechless and rumbled yeah, by Roddy <laughs> Piper. Honest. He
3: was not ready for this. Yeah. This is a gra- this is so funny though. Roddy's <laughs> response when Busey asks if they have any issues with anger and Piper hits the table and says why the fuck would you think that that's
0: genuinely funny yeah. he is
2: really funny and charismatic but yeah
0: Gary is he's, he's rattled he's yeah. shook
2: he he did not know what he was getting himself into I
0: bet his agent told him this to be a light day at the office yep. he didn't even take off his sunglasses do you want to do a meditation lesson with some wrestlers how hard could that be well <laughs> huh Roddy spent time in Hollywood thinking about the opportunity he would have to say this to a star of note. Yes,
2: definitely. He was probably
0: screaming this at ab- uh, Mr. T when he was punching him for real in WrestleMania yeah. <laughs> 2. Pat, immediately after this... Oh,
2: my God.
0: Fuck, you want to talk about a heavy pour?
2: Yeah, honestly. Oh, my God. Just, just like fully loading that cup up with liquor, like...
0: Here's to me... Here's to you, and if you don't want to come here, it's to me, fuck you. Jesus. And then they start comparing scars now. Yeah. All stood
3: in the kitchen saying, look at my hip surgery scars.
0: Yeah, and of course, me and Gene can't participate, so he joins the clear vodka club. Oh,
2: this is grim. I love to drink. You know when you've been on the road for a full... Five hour day. Nothing better than relaxing with a nice drink. He is like going oh, out of his cool way. Beverage. Before you say anything, before you get started, it's five o'clock somewhere. That kind of thing.
0: Oh, the French. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Gene, have you been drinking? Couple of drinks. Oh, God.
2: I, th- this is like. I know it's only what, ten years ago this came out, but it's like you wouldn't be doing this on reality TV Hell now, no. liquoring them up all It's like fucking three in the afternoon here or whatever it is. I
0: swore I heard like me and Gene had around this time either had a liver transplant or something. He had something like that, you know, where you had to he was basically told you got or his kidneys or something like where he's like, You have you're literally drinking yourself to death here, but yeah. He is not changing his ways. Me and Gene has hit the ripe age of 75 or 76, so he's doing what he fucking wants to do. He's off the ciggies, at least, by the look
2: of it. Like, no one's smoking here, unless we just don't see it, maybe. A
0: is chain-smoking. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's outside at that fucking patio table. I didn't see a little cigarette on the go, like... He he, kind of keeps it off-camera for most part, but it's in his hand. He is smoking away. And, yeah, as the lads are getting a bit rowdy and having a couple more drinks or a couple more dozen drinks... Roddy is just kind of tossed and turned on his bed. He reveals that in two thousand and nine, he quit everything—no drinking, no like—he doesn't take you know any kind of drug or anything like that now. Completely sober. Which probably puts into retrospect what happens next a lot more than it did when I first saw this, and I was like, "Ah, Roddy Piper's gone crazy."
2: Yeah. No, it's just that he's like surrounded by guys that are drinking. Heavily, yeah, and he's the only one. And he doesn't that's not... want to relapse. And no. I mean,
0: nothing's going to remind you of your heyday of drinking lots and doing drugs lots when. Literally, those exact people from your heyday yeah. are in the next room, literally drinking way more than they should be. But the show will
2: frame this like, "Oh, what's wrong with Roddy? He's gone yeah. a bit weird. Why is he acting like this?" He goes for a bit of a nighttime walk. He goes for a walk. That's literally it. He goes for a walk. What with his feet? Yeah. yeah. But the music's like <laughs> dun 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 dun
0: He go, mean,
3: doesn't put any clothes on. He's just in his pajamas. Yeah, like... but
2: it's a private neighborhood. You can be comfortable.
3: Got, like, like a filter
0: over the screen, like it's Silent Hill. Right like that. Weird. Roddy sees a very big moon, and dare I say, if I saw a moon that big, I'd have a little howl as if well. The ca-
2: if there was a camera pointed at you and you're known for being Roddy Piper, yeah, you're probably going to howl at that moon. And,
3: and that's how episode one ends. Jesus, Roddy, wept. sadly howling at the moon. It just gave me big. Who needs the legends' howl? <laughs> I <laughs>
1: do. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs>
0: Howling at the Moon, just saying that, it is like it's funny and it's silly. Yeah. But they have this like tragic music. Yeah, they frame it like this is awful. And then the big sting as Brody is howling at the Moon comes up Knucklehead Television. Fuck me. (laughs) Episode number two Cart before the horse. Holy balls.
3: As the music pipe is still
0: happening Yeah, the we're yeah. right back Rocky to it. Too, baby. <laughs> yeah, straight away. It's, it's Roddy and the moon. Three corner bean hole rematch. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy's getting Alcatraz flashbacks. Yeah, literally. When he fought Hollywood Hulk Hogan in 96, he feels trapped in the Legends house. Hacksaw comes to check on him when he's
2: back in his room, and he's making out like he was trying to escape. And he was like, yeah, oh, I tried to get out, and I... Made it as far as this lot down there, but uh, I decided to come back.
0: Yeah, they're they're trained snipers on the roof. Jesus. (laughs) No one leaves Legend's house. I mean, as much of it, and this is the thing is like, you're going to go between thinking someone's a dick and someone's cool or someone's nice. There are all these sweet moments peppered throughout these kind of darker moments. And yeah, Jim Duggan was an arsehole earlier on, but like the fact that he's able to get straight through to a lad who's so rattled, so anxious, and clearly has a routine when he gets rattled and anxious and he calms him right down. Yeah, It's fucking beautiful. They're
3: really good for each other. Yeah. We get a cut to Pat and Jean who, seeing Roddy, they didn't notice Roddy leaving the house. They see him just walking in in his pyjamas. They have a little conversation
2: between themselves worried that he's struggling
0: yeah i think they're all like taking Bet. bets and who's gonna be the
2: yeah, first that's to crack. It. when like, you say worried that he's struggling i don't think it comes from a place of real concern so no. much as like oh god i hope they're not gonna ruin our holiday with that shit you we know got, that kind yeah. of worrying there's great
0: use of classic footage throughout this i will say like they're them using the archive footage to you know use bits from them in the past to emphasize points roddy sits down for his to camera and he's like yo, i'm here to make sure that my place in history is is kind of solidified and I have a control over my story. I do admit though, that I do have some issues. It cuts to him with a baseball bat going, goodbye, flower shop, (laughs) (laughs) goodbye, flower (laughs) (laughs) shop. Pat and think play cards. Jimmy complains And Tony draws Everyone's got hobbies Yeah everyone's yeah. just doing things Yeah Jimmy's like complaining Because he doesn't like Hillbilly Jim snoring The maid arrives And she gets like A Mario time limit song <laughs> Why do we need a montage Of her cleaning This is
2: so dull And the producers are clearly like Oh god everyone's just doing Their own little craft This is boring You go in there And wake up Hillbilly Jim It'll be so funny There is It'll a be funny so bit funny. Though,
0: Where he's like You know what I'll just stay here Until you start vacuuming Yeah. But he's like mad
2: reasonable. Like He's just like, oh, well, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. You go ahead. Tony
0: comes up to Hillbilly Jim and he's like, you know, everyone's running away from me. I just yep. want to talk to me. I'm like, wait till you bust out the hog feed, mate. Oh, <laughs> this is an example of
2: Jimmy Hart being quite sweet here. He's like saying to the camera and to the other boys, like, I've noticed a lot of people avoiding Tony and I don't want it to become a thing where it's like Tony's alienated and it's everyone against already him already happens it has but Jimmy's like the first to recognize it and be like we need to actually try and mend this fence that's broken after one day of being together I
0: mean am I right to say so far that everyone who we've ...pointed out as being like, that was a bit of a dick move... ...or you been a bit of a prick... ...has also done something that's oh, like, yeah, that's conscientious and that's nice. There's no arseholes there's
2: in There's no here. villain of the post. No, no. none, none of these guys are outright dickheads. Like, it's just sometimes they'll act like a bit of a dick. But everyone's got their good and their bad.
0: Let me tell you, it's been obviously a tough few days... ...of filming the first episode or two of Legends House. Notice the difference in the tone and candor of Ashley when she comes in. Episode one was... Hi boys! <laughs> Episode number two. Hey guys, how's it going? <laughs> so yeah, she's got a challenge for them. They're going to go down onto the keys and play a little bit of polo. Tony is instantly afraid.
3: Aww. He don't like no horses. horses. He's never been on a horse. It says he wants to punch a horse.
2: Yeah, okay. he'll knock one out. <laughs> I'll okay. Knock okay. A horse out. <laughs> and he turns into Boomhauer when he's saying it. He's like, I don't like a
0: more than man. when it come to me. I'm going to knock it right out, I tell you. <laughs> I think it's it's on his bucket list he has to like KO a horse or something. they <laughs> like a horse like eat his sandwich or his cone of chips back in the day or something and he wants revenge? It's
2: because they haven't got regular feet they look really weird and alien <laughs> to him. <laughs>
0: I thought he'd be all over that. He keeps saying as well like I don't want to be trampled by horses. Uh... I think if we really get down to it that Probably is what you want. A little bit, maybe. These you know? are the ultimate feat. <laughs> so everyone looks kind of uh, different shades of angry and confused, or angrily confused, because I don't think anyone really
3: knows what Polo is. No. Uh, yeah, and no one wants to get on a horse. Yeah. I think
2: no one wants to leave the house.
3: I
0: think yeah. everyone
2: wants to sit around playing cards and drinking. It's called well, Legends House. Not Legends Holiday. <laughs>
0: so we've got two teams. Red team that will be led by Hillbilly Jim, and the blue team led by Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Who has his first pick? Oh, I pick Roddy! Yeah! I think there was a bit of indignity spared by not making a huge deal about taking turns picking, but yeah, Howard and Mean Gene are last. Yeah. Mean Gene is absolutely last, though. Yeah. Which I think Howard takes as a big win. Yeah, mm. oh, definitely. <laughs> How many <I, laughs> not?
2: I've been Howard before now, where I'm like.
0: I wasn't la-
2: Oh, th- Like with Boy's Picks this time, I was like, I wasn't last!
0: It feels <laughs> so like, good to be coming, chosen! S-
3: coming second to last in cross-country in school.
2: Yes. Or at least I wasn't as, as slow as that kid. Yeah. Like. I
0: love that. We did our big cross-country thing in, in school, and there was, you know, all 100 of the year all had to do this absurdly long run, and there was, like, you know, 20 of us at the back who were like, we're just going to fucking walk. But then once the last 20 of us got within, like, eyeline of the finish the race of races began as 20 people most of wearing jackets with two liter bottles of coke like, that coke! <laughs> I had, like a game boy in my hand <laughs> uh, as soon uh, as she's like you picked your teams yeah okay you can literally hear the wheels spinning on the car like, yeah i'm out of here. here you were forbidden tony from having that hat and that opinion on horses simultaneously that's a that's a horse hat. That's Aww. a horseman's hat. He ain't a real horseman. Clearly not. So they arrive at the polo course. It's not actually polo. Instead, they're going to have an expert come in and explain to them that they're going to be going on carts instead. Yeah.
2: Hall of Fame cart 64. It's golf carts driven by separate drivers, and the legends just get to sit in the front with a mallet and hit the ball. I
0: would be very up for this.
2: Yes, this looks like
0: fun. I don't know. I've watched Jackass too many times. Like as soon as this happened, it was like, just don't go on a golf course. Yeah, imagine me and Gene going over a bunker.
2: Holy shit, both. It was something about every time someone scored, you get the graphic on the screen going. Team Blue, one point. I was like, this is the most sedate, dreary "Viva
0: La Bam" episode I've ever seen. Bam! You. You can't you can't drive a go-kart shout out to jim duggan and jimmy hart who immediately go straight into gimmick mode mm. jimmy hart's waving his bat around going hey man i'm the of the south no one's gonna yep. beat me apollo and, and duggan's just driving around the circle going you were saying." <laughs> roddy is kind of into it he's just driving around going ah yeah he's having a great time ah pat fucking hates this every time we cut away to him in or out of the cart his arm arms are folded being so, like this is ridiculous this is
3: the the lady who's driving his car is a particularly reckless driver <laughs> yes the look of she's yeah.
0: fucking going I think she's probably had a drink off Pat or something yeah. like- she's
3: going crazy
0: taxi I was at a point where I couldn't tell if Jimmy Hart towards the end was actually pissed or just working like, I think he was, he was I, th- I
2: think he was getting a little too into it yeah. yeah this was fun for two minutes but it's a shame that it goes on for like fucking yeah. eight or nine I- again 50
0: minute episode this
2: The beauty of having your own network for your own programming is you decide how long episodes need to be yeah. like there was no need for this episode to be so fucking long yeah but that's
0: not an issue just with WB Network that's the how many Netflix shows have you watched There have like 10 minutes too long per episode 3 episodes too long per yeah. season you know you need a network in there to swing the fucking machete
3: I never thought I'd write down the sentence Tony Atlas and
0: Roddy Piper have a mallet fight <laughs> <laughs> are they push the upper limits of what is safe and acceptable it feels like someone's daring yeah. someone to cause an accident some of
2: these guys are falling out of
0: their cards. Tony's cart breaks. Yep. Howard and Jimmy bump into each other, and Howard takes a full-on tumble. Yeah, out he of takes it. a bump. Yeah, Jesus Christ. With seconds to go, Tony Atlas times the game for his team. So we're down to penalties. Which leads to the blue team picking up the win. But the camera work here is awful. Everyone's wearing these big helmets. Yep. we got these far away shots. You don't know who's really up to what. That's it. It's hard to care
2: at all when it goes on for so long and you can't even tell what's happening in the game.
0: But I did like at the end where it felt like, well, you know, they all got to kind of... They had some fun. They, yeah. they had fun. They did. Even if we didn't. <laughs> they get to have a special polo dinner for doing well at their special contest. And Mean Gene can't help himself. He slips right back into broadcast mode. Yep. Gentlemen, as you know, my guest this time, Hall of Famer Pat Patterson. Pat, a long and storied career in the great sport of professional wrestling, beginning in Montreal, Canada. I would like to know the details, if you will please, at this time. Your first match. And I thought that was like, ah. Huh. I think Gene at one point was a down for the Ashley role, it feels like. Yes. You know, that he was meant to be there to mm. just come in and interview people have a drink maybe and know? roddy
2: and hacksaw are both like to the to the camera in the separate talking heads like oh it's really nice everyone gets to share their stories again yeah. <laughs> and again yeah we and cut and to again. jim duggan he's like i
0: am so sick and tired of everyone's fucking stories yeah i think there's a real interesting divide with these guys on nostalgia for all of them nostalgia is their lifeline but like i know i've members of my family like i got you know like i've and uncles where they're like Oh, don't start fucking talking about the thing that happened ten years ago. It's like. Yeah. A- this hard rule where it's like no we are not living in the past we live for the now i'm like yeah but i just wanted to talk about the fun thing that happened on saint stephen's day once yeah and like hey maybe it's easy for us to say we make our business on nostalgia yeah. well at, but you know at the
2: other end of the spectrum there are those people that you hang out with and the only thing they have is remember when like do you remember yeah. this time do you remember that time you, you, and you get that's the, the same only five thing.
0: on fucking repeat and like. i feel like
2: yeah the likes of hacksaw has got very little tolerance for that
0: imagine being at one of them sign-ins you've probably heard every fucking story yep. Ashley is now here and she's got consequences for the losers and I just wrote down when are they going to get to the cabbage room <laughs> oh, I was seriously still <laughs> waiting on that resolution Red Team you lost you suck so you're going to shovel shit and just as she's saying that they're all getting up to leave Mean Gene is like, gentlemen, at this time, my guest, Rowdy Roddy Piper, the first championship you won in row. Get the fuck out of here, Gene. And Gene's even got the—he's like wearing like boat shoes. He's yeah. shoveling shit like hillbilly Jim, protecting the business by pretending that he likes shoveling shit. Yeah,
2: yeah, I do this
0: all the time in Kentucky where I live. Yeah, he's yeah. a country
2: boy still.
0: From fucking Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Everyone else looks fucking furious yes, doing it. this is not fun.
3: Especially Tony because he doesn't want to be around those damn horses.
0: Yeah, Tony's scared because he says, Billy, that these horses are like £2,000. Yeah, that's, that, a, that's a ton, that is. That is genuinely twice the size of the average height and size of a horse. <laughs> like maybe Gannon's horse would be £2,000. <laughs> yeah. Get some great insight from
2: Gene here about the whole experience, he says. Well, the, the dinner was the good part of the evening, so presumably the shit-shovelling is the bad part of mm. the evening.
0: Tony comes face-to-face to face with his fears. Yeah, he apologises to a horse. Me. For saying he'd knock him out. And the horse
2: is having none of
3: it. Yeah, he, <laughs> like... he, he, outright, yeah, <laughs> he says,
0: I think the horse rejected my apology. Yeah, and he kind of threateningly says, one day I'm going to ride you, horse. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the Jimmy Hart Hair routine, baby! Oh, this just, is my favourite thing
2: when someone's like, oh man, I'm going to let you in on my secret recipe. What's it all about, Jimmy? Here's how I make toast in the morning, man. So you got to get the toast just crispy, right? And then you're going to get your butter what? and you're going to spread a layer on the toast. Wait, Are you what, following what's that implement that you're using? Oh, then? I'm sorry, i got a knife here. Oh, Fucking hell, you write I this down, man. love it when people think that their, their technique is killer. It's, it's and- just... Hair spray dryer, spray. Hair
3: spray and a hair dryer. That's it. The Jimmy Hart hairdo. You know, I do it every day because when I go out in public, I want people to see Jimmy Hart the way they've always seen Jimmy Hart. Oh yeah, this is the money maker right here, baby. First step, hair dryer. You gotta have the right hair dryer. You gotta get the right temperature. All right, now for the magic spray. This is my special little concoction
0: how jimmy hart does it baby i'm ready for a beautiful day today oh, wow. and then more hairspray <laughs> the use of the classic footage to show that jimmy's hair is impervious to pile drivers yep you know not, true. not a not not a hair out of place no that's a shoot considering
3: what jimmy was saying before Tony's incessant talking is getting to him now oh, yes yeah.
0: big time he predicts trouble ahead which is a very nice way of saying that Tony is really
2: fucking annoying well I tell you a, a not so nice way of saying it is when Jimmy goes hey you spend 10 minutes with Tony Atlas man it's like a wasted 10 minutes <laughs> 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 that's so
3: harsh <laughs> like... but then it does cut then to a demonstration of it and it's, it's him talking to Pat Patterson. He said, you know, my favorite movie is a movie that's not even in English. It's Frankenstein. Now, you see the thing about Frankenstein. Mm. I, I've never heard the word Frankenstein said so much in that little time. And he's
0: like, he's like you know, it's not in English, but it's so good you understand this. That's how good it is. And Pat's like, uh-huh. The best movie that I've seen you, you, is not in English, but you understand it so well. was Frankenstein.
1: Uh, the first one, Frankenstein. Tony Atlas, he tells great stories about the past, but there's no end to it. Frankenstein, they stop.
0: It's almost like a chess game.
2: He goes on and on. I'm gonna show you the chapter of it, it, just what we was talking about. I gotta go blow my nose, I gotta come back and fix my hair. I'll be right mm-hmm. back here. You see, Frankenstein's like a chess game.
0: <laughs> what I reckon it is, is that Tony who has been on, he was on the MTV reality show about wrestling at one point in time as well. Yeah. Like, you know, that was already, you know, they didn't have the ring for the show, and he's like, I'll go and I'll do it myself. And he oh, rolled, rolled around with a tarpaulin, like, he was so indignant. <laughs> like, I think he's recognized that. The lads have no fucking chat. When they're back at the house, they're all sat down, playing cards, smoking, drinking. Yep. Not so he's talking. just trying to throw as much shit at the wall until let exactly. Let's get this, talk. Get this man a podcast been, is basically what I'm saying. And
3: then Pat walks away from him and says, I'll be back, but I'm just going inside. And then Gene says, I'm going to make a sandwich. Do you need help? Why would I need help? Oh. I'm a grown man. Who needs help to make a sandwich? Oh, Some Tony. people do. Tony, leave me alone. <laughs> Poor Tony.
0: <laughs> Roddy Piper versus The blender. Roddy Piper versus the Freezer. It's the sequel you've all been waiting for. This one was actually funny, though. I will say, Roddy has got this amazing. It's not comedic timing; it's just stuff that happens to him in a very comedic fashion. They're trying to close the door to the freezer. It opens up. Then, like the bacon bops him on the head when it's falling out as well. He's like, "Why, yada."
2: You get a nice little chat with him and Fink here. Like Fink's been walking laps.
0: Fink says he's trying to
2: do 20 laps of the tennis court at least every day because he wants to get in a bit of a healthier shape and Roddy is just really really fucking encouraging he's like that's great man you get to live longer you get to have a better life better quality of life like it's just sincerely really sweet
0: and Howard's the type of fucking super fan as well oh you that know this meant this, from this, Roddy Piper yeah, honestly that's oh like oh my god that's the
2: nicest interaction I've ever seen between someone and Howard Finkel mm, but you like know, sincerely
0: interesting thing about that though Adam when they were doing it it was kind of like a look the cameras aren't looking here yeah yeah <laughs> won't encourage you, but if you tell anyone, <laughs> I will find you, and I will smash! you. <laughs> Ashley's here. Hey, guys. <laughs> We're going to go to the gym and do Zumba.
3: Oh, Fink's really excited about going to
0: the gym yeah. with a boy. He's yeah. got the buff, he's got the exercise. That's it, you he's know, encouraged. Feeling motivated like he's a sim, because he's talked to a sim who <laughs> likes to work out. They show up at the gym and Roddy goes, whoa! Women, it's <laughs> with oh. golds, gym It's time for Zumba. Yeah.
3: Zumba's intense. No, I've never done it.
0: It is like Latin dancing set to uh, you know pretty high octane beat Yeah, it's kind of meant to be like you know like dynamic resistance type of movements, like you mm. have in a hot yoga type of situation. I tried
2: it once because my dad got it for the Kinect on Xbox Three Sixty.
3: What a Christmas that was! As soon as Roddy hears that it has its roots in dance, he's like, "For fuck's sake!" Oh. <laughs> Mean Gene of course uh, <laughs>
0: Oh Jesus Gene Pat and
3: Gene immediately just go no sit down I don't know if they have drinks but it feels like They brought well, drinks with Gentlemen the- as
0: you know Zumba is what the scheduled uh, Activity is here today Personally I would rather if the Zumba had more of a cocktails and cigars vibe to it than the dancing uh, established
2: vibe that there is you just know that is not a joke either he's oh, definitely yeah. been on the Stairmaster with a cigar before now yeah. and a drink in the other the hand the drink like wrapping around like, yeah. rind, like <laughs> just going up there
0: Roddy gets into it brother yeah He's just doing his stuff, for lack of a better term. Howard's Howard. trying really hard. He's, oh. Howard's
3: really bad at it, but he's trying really hard. That
2: energy is so Rainbow Rhythms. Like, Howard <laughs> is, like, he is really getting stuck in there.
0: And then it cuts to Ashley, who's clearly been in the legend's house long enough to pick up some of the, the toxic vibes. She's like, I love the fink. He doesn't know what he's doing and he's going in all different directions. It's so funny. Oh, my God. Tony gets upset that the boys aren't trying properly. Oh, come on. Everyone's trying other than Pat and Gene yes. in their own type of a way. And they probably are the
2: two eldest lads here, I think, as mm. well. So don't, they, they don't have to do Zumba if they don't want to do Zumba. Yeah, fucking
0: Pat and Gene is I sat mean, Gene, there. Gene
2: was struggling
0: crossing his legs for the meditation. With yeah. Brucey, like... Gene and Pat are sat there and Gene is just fucking staring at everyone and like, Shake it baby <laughs> <laughs> Damn Jimmy's hair survives the Zumba as well Ashley yeah. is actually legitimately impressed yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your secret? So i got to find out oh, It must be a special
2: technique
0: Well don't worry They may not have participated in the dance But Patterson and Mean Gene they're going to cook us up some dinner. Bullshit, are, are they? Ya? Are these guys ever
3: going to eat a dinner Honest. on this is It's
0: so stressful at this point. Like, I was getting really anxious. Is this like what it's like to have a deadbeat dad where they're like, I'm going to make you dinner. And then they get all stressed out. They're like, fuck it, there's no dinner. It's midnight. Go to bed hungry. I'm not kidding. This next 10 minutes here
2: really fucking stressed me out. Like, this becomes so confusing and chaotic. It's
0: when the group decides they're all going to have a meal together. I bet this has happened to like, many shared houses in university yeah. over the years. Someone's got a great idea That we should cook as a house It'll be better for everyone and then two people are like Well maybe I want to order food And one person's like What's happening? And two other people are like, We're gonna make our own food. We're defrosting slide. the meat in the microwave. But oh, not turning it on. Yeah, oh no, it doesn't work. No, we're gonna you know what? Let's go and play cards for a little yeah, bit. They like... don't
2: they don't tell anyone, no okay, we've given they up. They just go and
0: sit down. And Jimmy Hart, who by the way, literally the first words out of his mouth of this show are beans and a baked potato, baby. yeah Like, and he's absolutely not gonna eat anything ever other than beans and a baked potato. Yeah. He's running around opening up their stuff, going, You're not cooking it right, I'm making the beans, and baked yeah. potato. Ah. Fuck me. His food is bland, like it's, it wasn't he was it wasn't it wasn't,
3: it wasn't like baked beans, no, these no, are no. grey beans, it was like haricot beans in, in their own
0: juices, Yes, yep. in, in the Basically sauce of the, the aquafaba yeah. with, smelly beans.
3: Why that's such
0: such a bland John Cena's looking at going, that's a bit spicy for me, guys. <laughs> Hang on a second. This is horrible. So me and just goes, Holy balls, oh and he's a new plan. He is going to play cards, eat mini croissants of Pat Patterson and drink ah. hard liquor. Yeah, you can just drink your hunger away. You notice how small the ice cubes are getting in these yeah. glasses as yeah. the episode yeah. is going on.
3: Roddy starts to get antsy again because he's hungry.
2: So him and Hacksaw decide, we should... Guys, we just thought of something. Uh, takeaway. But... What? There's a, there's a thing called but takeaway. But Jim it takes like, them can you so long
3: to come up with takeaway. Take-
2: to, to even realise that's an option, it takes them like an hour of arguing, people yeah. coming back and forth. Are you cooking? No, I thought you were cooking. Cooking. Six the, grown men can feed themselves. The meat's frozen. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh, I don't know what to do. They decide let's have a takeaway. Where's the nearest takeaway? Oh. Don't know. GPS! You've got a tom tom with you. Let's load it up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> No signal Okay Let's go and stand outside No signal Oh okay I guess we'll just stand here And stare at it For half an hour Like Jesus They're Christ. not They're not walking around Holding it up Trying to get signal They're just stood Looking at it like Still no signal No no signal
0: This is like if you put your sims On like you know The mode where they're meant To look after themselves They're just like Bonking no. into each other It's midnight And only one person Is eating and it. It's Jimmy Hart And oh his beans gosh. And baked potato I was
2: having a fucking Panic attack Watching this man
0: The next bit was like A bit of heroin I felt and this was not since Kurt Angle joining the Shield has there been a one night of someone being like I know I can't do it but I'll try my best Howard Finkel hits the grill Tony Atlas starts marinating some chicken by which I mean he pours some barbecue sauce on raw chicken. Tony is like in
2: Hell's Kitchen when the red team has completely fallen (laughs) apart and someone on one of the dish stations is like right, fuck it, I'm taking over, this is what we're doing and Tony gives everyone a job, they come together, they make a
0: fucking barbecue. You know what's incredible? Even though it was so stressful and all these people were fucking bouncing their heads against the walls, all doing the wrong thing, they didn't actually fight. Nope. No no arguing, no fighting. If it was one in the morning and there had been three aborted attempts of having a dinner, I'd be fucking fighting, I don't know about Mm -hmm. ye. And these lads are meant to be the fighty lads. So I thought that was impressive. When Roddy and Hacksaw come in from
3: failing with the GPS... They finally give up. They they give up. When they find out that I can't. I think. I can't. I think as Jimmy tells. Yeah, there's Roddy, a bunch of food. Jimmy yeah. tells Roddy they're making you all dinner, and he looks like he's about to
0: cry from yeah. happiness. I was oddly proud of these deeply troubled men at yeah. this yeah. moment. Yeah, he's very sweet. And that is why I submit to you at the end of this episode. Even though Hillbilly Jim goes, "This is nice, man, but we could snap at any moment." Jesus. I still submit. This is a sweet show. And the theme of camaraderie did ring true. Especially at the end here, because we get a moment where,
2: you know, Hacksaw and Tony had that little disagreement. Weird beef. Earlier in this episode, they made out like, yeah, we we squashed it, we buried the hatchet, which is that typical thing of like... We don't talk about it. We we talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) And here at the end, because Tony sorted out the dinner, Hacksaw comes over and he's like, thanks man, thanks for doing that. And he like puts his plate down, he like shakes his hand like, no, seriously, thank you, that was really cool. And as they're walking off, like straight away, Hacksaw's like, Sorry about yesterday as well. And they just start talking about it straight away. They actually, like, genuinely get into it and squash the beef for real this time.
0: I really like Legends House. I came into this thinking, like, that I was. Because when this was first put forward way back in 2014 or whenever, it was edgy Kevin wanting to be fucking controversial have a dark sided show and yeah. have Roddy Hell's the Moon. And I think maybe it is because a lot of these guys have passed away and kind of this is the last memory I had of a lot of them. I was touched at a very a you know, few important moments throughout these two episodes. I'll agree with you on these two episodes. Now, I,
3: I never watched Legends House when it mm. went out the start, so I don't know what's coming. But what I did see is the coming up this season on Legends House and seeing both
0: Fink. And Mean gene crying. Yep. Oh yeah. That that, that is something a lot that's of like, They break him down at the end for yeah. sure. Yeah, I remember that.
2: I agree. There is some very nice, very sweet, wholesome stuff in here, but that doesn't change the fact that this is a boring, bad reality show. <laughs> it's so sedate. If they chopped it down to half an hour episode, yeah, there's you probably, probably some good content here. Yeah. here. That last 10 minutes of all these old men just, like, walking around, no one's making food, everyone's everyone's hungry, everyone's mumbling, everyone's confused, that really bummed me out. And I know, because I have seen this before... There is some real fucking, like, miserable shit coming up on this show. Yeah, they have
0: a better idea than Gary Busey to get these lads who've all experienced personal grief and trauma to make them cry. I think your buff of, like, oh, there's some nice bits in
2: there would get immediately eradicated by what's to come. Like, this is a gauntlet of emotions, this show. A gauntlet
0: of emotions? Yeah. Said the man who put forward Celebrity Championship Wrestling. The only emotions we would have got out of that is, ah, As look confusion-
2: at,
1: <laughs> look and, at and Hogan. at
0: confusion at who these celebrities celebrities are uh, Dustin Diamond my friend Jesus Christ there'd be a whole episode about controversy sections e- on Wikipedia e- alone but I think it could be a little uh, it's not, not for me to say but I think that we could visit this again maybe a little taste I'm not keen but
2: I said that about ECW and sci-fi mm.
3: and look what happened there here we like, are now it's
2: up to the listeners now,
3: I Adam, because you're the middle party between the loser and the winner. Uh huh. That was me. Would you would were you happy watching this, or would you have preferred to have watched a Matt
2: Hardy show episode
3: called oh.
0: the Egg Duel?
2: I was, <laughs> I was really praying that the Hardy Show was going to win. To be honest, I just
0: assumed honestly I did. I figured you
2: know? it's Billy, so he automatically has like the favourite buff that goes with it, and I thought people would want the Matt Hardy show because it's so fucking weird. And also, we could have watched a whole season of that in the time it took us to do these two episodes of Legends House. Yeah, the thing
0: about continuing Legends House is that's like you know, at least five more parts. Yep. Yeah, that's... There's a uh, lot. But I feel like if I was just, to, like, to turn to you and say, hey, I'd love to see the Hardy show, I feel like we're spitting in the face of people who don't Whoa. want to be cool. You're just
2: skipping right over the second place winner here, then. Well,
0: I would happily then, perhaps, rotate for the rest of our season mm. with the other boys' mm. picks, and I will be a magnanimous winner. Oh I I think... we do, like, a, a pilot and
2: second episode
0: kind of thing. I yeah. think
2: that is a fine
3: idea. I think
0: so, because I I... Almost don't want to ruin what I've had here Which was a nice time And you will if you do more of it And I think if we went all the way through to the end It'll probably leave a bad taste in my mouth yeah. But I'm going to suggest next go around then We'll do a little bit of Hulk Hogan's first two episodes And then maybe later on When people are moved on from their being sick and tired Of the Hardy Boys you and I and Adam and mm. uh, Billy will have a look at the Hardy Boys we'll show we do the
2: entire first season of that yeah. those episodes yeah. are like five ten minutes each there you go see yeah. when I win you all win <laughs> that's what I've
0: been telling you from day one guys. it's hard to
2: argue with that thank you Kevin
0: and thank you everyone who joined us in this Not Real Boys Picks extravaganza long story short I think we just decided that we didn't want to jump right into Tough Enough again little break, yeah. little break. I yeah. know the third season is a very different vibe and it felt like maybe we were jumping the gun a bit there Leave it fallow for a season or so. We
2: definitely will be doing it though, for sure. Oh
0: yeah, I mean, I said time and time again, I'd happily be a tough enough podcast. Yeah. But I'm always excited and interested in looking at all the various WWE and other companies doing their their reality shows. There's a lot on offer there. I mean, who'd have known that Holy Foley could have gotten a season on the network. Thank Uh, God uh, no uh, one uh, put uh, that uh, forward. uh, 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 Would you stop uh, with uh, that? uh, Uh, what did you you think of this episode of the ad zero podcast let us know in the comments below do you want us to continue with legends house as always if you're listening on soundcloud spotify google apple amazon whatever you get your audio make sure you leave a rating or review if you're on spotify you can of course answer a little q a you can let us know what you thought of the episode leave us a comment or, the best thing you can do, leave us a recommendation for someone, IRL,
2: in the meat space. Check us out on social media. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Atichidera Podcast and on Twitter at AEPodcast. On both of those social networks, you will find tons of videos of podcast moments, moments from classic episodes, moments from current episodes, and even previews of our Patreon content
0: patreon.com forward slash ae podcast over 200 hours of audio and video exclusive goodies for your eyes and ears over 100 episodes of the smackdown crawl we're well into the invasion angle now folks a fabulous side series to listen to alongside the first season we've got the bibliotech a few examples here on the free feed we've recently went at the dx book it is an absolute all-time piece of shit we got the reading ranch where i revisit all of journey into darkness we've got chaos comics reviews with adam and billy we've got video episodes gamesmanship cardsmanship board gamesmanship we've got the the big show show corporate ministry of sound and a whole lot of goofy side ventures as well you've got outtake compilations there is an insane amount of content available for five dollars and two new pieces of content each and every month, patreon.com forward slash AE podcast. We like to keep it ad free here, and that's because we've got fabulous backers getting a lot of audio goodies over at patreon.com slash AE
3: podcast. And if you're a purveyor of stuff and things, head on over to MatthewsBotcherMania.com.
0: Stuff things Legend House. <laughs> Until next time, where we're going to look at Hulk Hogan's Celebrity Championship Wrestling. second place in boys picks from Adam who came in second and a good job as well it's going to be a oh from me Kevin a
3: goodbye from me Adam and a fuck you Tony (laughs) 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 Billy I'm just joining in oh it's right there
1: he's
0: your favourite We'll that, see. That, I was still quoting Hacksaw Jim
1: Duggar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> came out with Eugene's going, "Fuck you, Tony! <laughs> Fuck you, Tony!" And we'll see you next time on the Adshare Podcast. Let's see it.